Hello and welcome to another week on the Vampire Diaries Diaries, your occasional when we are able to get our shit together podcast about the mystical goings on in Mystic Falls, Virginia, as well as the state of Tennessee, various woodland landscapes therein. My name is Claire. I'm joined as always by my co-host Beth. And we are here to discuss season three, episode two, The Hybrid. Whoa, I wonder what they could be referring to. I think it's a Prius. A Prius, yes. Great Probably fuel economy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we may recall last week, Klaus was all about uh, finding some werewolves to turn into hybrids. So we're going to see how that turns out. Uh, so the first thing that happens, I think, is we see a news report about Andy Starr's death, RIP girl. Yes, and the news calls it a tragic suicide. Oh, it was suicide or tragic accident. Oh, okay. Because she might have just been hanging out on the rafters and toppled over. You don't, We never know. Yeah, climbing up on the rafters in like a pencil skirt after hours at work. I often do that in my workplace. <laughs> so Damon's real bummed out and he has decided to not try with Stefan anymore. And Elena's like, why didn't you tell me? Because she was yelling at him last night. Right. And he has like a quippy line where he's like, what was I supposed to say? Happy birthday, Elena. Stefan killed Andy. Stefan killed my fake girlfriend. Right. They keep calling her his fake girlfriend. Like, he, what, she was his girlfriend. Right. Like, it was fucked up, but she was real. Yeah. So he is still feeling some feelings about that. And he's really mad at Stefan and himself. And he puts all of the newspaper clippings about Stefan's murders into the fire. Oh, so dramatic. Yeah. Then we cut over where Alaric is sleeping in his apartment, it seems like. Yeah, it seems like he's gone back to the apartment that Klaus was squatting in. Right. Which has been there the whole time, but he's been sleeping on the Gilbert's couch for some reason. And his pants are unbuttoned and his belt is undone. Like, so he was jerking off before he fell asleep. Yeah, but he seemed like he was passed out from being drunk. Like, it didn't seem like a restful night's sleep. No. I mean, anytime you're going to sleep in pants, that can't be on purpose because that's terrible. Right, especially when your belt is still on. Good lord, how uncomfortable. But he's awoken because somebody's knocking at the door, and it's Elena. But he thinks it's Damon. He's like, Damon, leave me alone. Oh, yeah, he does and so he that. answers the door shirtless with his unbuttoned pants, but is mortified when he sees it's Elena because he doesn't want to fuck Elena. Yeah, he's like, ooh, sorry, I thought you were Damon. In which case, my attire would have been perfect. <laughs> and Rick is like, listen, Elena, I thought I told you that I don't want to be involved in this anymore. I was like, how rude. Yeah, and she's like, well, guess what? I'm going to go to the Smoky Mountains and find Stefan. Or that might be a later scene. No, I think that's what she says. But pretty much she's like, listen, you need to tell me everything you know, because I know that Damon told you and you've been in on his hunting. So you're going to come with me. So Alaric tells her that they found the werewolf shit at that house in Memphis. Right. So now she knows that werewolves are involved and she's starting to form a plan. And meanwhile, in the smoking mountains, <laughs> we pan over to Stefan and oh, uh, not Alaric. Stefan and Klaus, <laughs> and Stefan has Ray like thrown over his shoulders, like an old timey water jug or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a yoke. <sighs> and so. he's currently dead, but soon to be transformed into a hybrid. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah, he hasn't awoken into his transition. So they're walking for a decent amount of time and they come across what looks to be a campsite, but there's like 30 people there or something. Yeah. And we know that Ray told them where his pack was. So apparently all these werewolves have congregated in the Smoky Mountains to turn without chaining themselves down. So Klaus is going to try to make them his hybrid army and Stefan's still there doing his dirty work. And in this scene, the main thing I noticed was that Klaus is wearing multiple necklaces and they're really stupid looking. Uh, Yeah, his sense of style is very bizarre. Yeah, because he has like a t-shirt on and then like layered necklaces that are kind of tucked under the t-shirt, but you can see them around his neck. I don't get it. Yeah, and it's not good attire for hunting or hiking. practical. Yeah. And like, like, if you're going to change into a wolf, that's going to cause problems. (laughs) Right. You're going to like strangle yourself. And all of the werewolves are kind of like shook that Ray is unwell. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And they're like, vampires, what did you do? Right. And Klaus is like, forgive the intrusion. My name is Klaus. You've heard of me. And all of the werewolves kind of know what's up. Right. They're like, you're the hybrid? Yes. The name of the episode? <laughs> but yeah, I think they get scared because don't they just like throw Ray down in the middle of the campsite? Yeah. yeah. Seven just like plops his body down and he's looking real bloody and dead. And mm-hmm. they're like, what the fuck did you do? So we know that Klaus has plans for them, but first we have to go back to Mystic Falls where Tyler is at home oh with his mom, God. like in the kitchen, getting some breakfast ready. And she, as we remember, shot Caroline with Vervain last night, but she's being all coy with Tyler. They're like, oh, you should tell Caroline that she shouldn't sneak out like a prostitute next time. I know. What the fuck? Carol Lockwood being back to her judgy self. Ugh, she's the worst. She is. And we see that Carol is kind of getting the coffee ready, and she's still, like, fumbling around with little vials of her vein before Tyler comes in. Um, and she spikes the creamer for the coffee with Vervain. So when Tyler's like getting ready for the morning, he puts the cream in his coffee and then he takes a sip and he's like, oh, mom, the cream went bad. And by the way, Caroline is not a prostitute. It was just like kind of a very <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, it's like a very bizarre conversation. Yeah, it's very awkward because Tyler is kind of like sad that Caroline snuck out and... Mrs. Lockwood is pretending that she didn't like incapacitate Caroline and stash her somewhere. And like this whole episode, nobody has seen Caroline, but nobody's really that worried except for Tyler. But even he's not that worried. Yeah. What does he think? She's like ashamed or something and trying yeah. to hide from him? Probably. I mean, wouldn't you be? Uh, yeah, that's true. I would. <laughs> I mean, but I would have all the guys in Mystic Falls. I would be the most ashamed if it was Tyler. I would be the most ashamed with Jeremy. Yeah. Although I wouldn't even have to think about it because that would never happen. I'd rather never have a sexual encounter again in my life. (laughs) Yes, that is very true. (laughs) And uh, And Tyler leaves and Carol, like, makes a phone call to somebody named Bill. (laughs) And what does she say? Like, I have a vampire situation. (laughs) Yes, that's the exact quote, vampire situation. I feel like that should have been the the episode. Or the show. (laughs) A vampire situation diaries. (laughs) So we leave the scene being like, Carol, you are the worst. And also who the fuck is Bill? Yeah. And then we go to the Mystic Grill where Matt is shirtless for some reason. We haven't had a lot of... This might be where I fell asleep. Or there was a very tiny kitten in the room when we were watching this episode, so there were parts where my notes just failed because I was watching the kitten play. Sorry, guys, but it was really cute. It was. We'll see if we can put a picture of her on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think he's, like, changing into his work t-shirt or something. Oh, that's right. It's like, we haven't had gratuitous matte shirtlessness before, I don't think, and didn't do much for me, sorry. No, same. That's probably why I don't remember it. <laughs> So Jeremy is there, and he wants to, like, talk about his revelation that he's seen Vicky's ghost mm-hmm. from last night. But Matt's like, I barely remember anything. I was so stoned. I was like, that's not how pot works. <laughs> nope, not even close. Like, I don't, I am not a habitual user of marijuana, but even I know that. Yeah, again, it's the fact that whoever writes for the show has no idea what being a teenager or doing any sort of drinking or drugs is like. <laughs> But Matt still is like, no, ghosts can't be real. That's too much. But Jeremy's like, I really want to, you know, see what's going on. Because I don't think we mentioned last week that one of the times that Vicky appeared, she said, help me. Oh, right. So now Jeremy's determined that he has to help Vicky. And Matt's like, you know, man, maybe like you should tell Bonnie about this. And Jeremy's like, tell Bonnie that I'm seeing the ghost of my ex-girlfriend? Um, yeah, no thanks. And it's like, why the fuck not? Like, Bonnie is probably A, the only person who can help you. And B, why would you keep this secret from her? It's like tearing you apart. That's like, it wouldn't be an inappropriate thing except if you hid it from her, which is what you're doing. Right. Yes. It's like, she's dead. It's a ghost. Like, what? So, are you fucking a ghost? I don't think so. So, basically, he's worried about Bonnie being jealous of his visions of his ex-dead girlfriends. And he says, we don't need a witch. Because he's been looking some stuff up on the internet. They don't say Bing, but it was Bing. 
you know what I noticed is that they always are like, I found this on the internet. And I feel like maybe that was a thing that people said in like the early 2000s, but don't people maybe. say like online or just oh. don't like... I kind of figured it was a way of getting around saying I Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what it is. It just sounded like very antiquated to me yeah. when he said On it. the internet, on the World Wide Web. <laughs> right. But yeah, he's done some binging and found some tips on how to contact ghosts. And I'm like, you're already seeing the ghosts. Like, you don't need tips on how to make that happen. It's just happening. Like, <laughs> right. what? But he says he needs some personal items of Vicky's and then they can summon her. And Matt's not into it until Jeremy says that she asked for help. Yeah. And then Matt's like, oh, I could probably help out here. And then he's interested. Because... When Vicky was alive, he didn't seem to want to have much to do with her. But now that she's dead, he's always talking about, like, how Vicky, like, was his only family. And he loved her so much. And he misses her so much. I'm like, really? It didn't seem that way. No, I can't stop saw. rolling my eyes. Yeah. I really can't. Also making me roll my eyes is Jeremy's t-shirt. He's wearing this, like, white v-neck. And I was trying to figure out what, what it said, because it, like, is a word that starts with L-E-G, but then, like, it fades as it goes across, and I kept thinking it said Legos. Oh, my God. But that would be perfect. Legacy. Jeremy's not cool enough to wear a Lego t-shirt. <laughs> and it didn't look like Legos. No. So it was very distracting. It had, like, some faded stars on it. Yeah. I don't know. It was stupid, just like Jeremy. Speaking of stupid, the next scene is at the grill as well. Um, and Elena and Tyler are sharing a meal, which I thought was very weird. Yeah, that's never happened. Yeah, but it seems like Elena met up with Tyler in order to talk about werewolves. Yeah, she has some burning questions. Right, so she's preparing for her trip up to the old Smokies. And Tyler is like, yes, so werewolves, they live mostly in mountains or state parks. And I thought it was just such a weird way to describe it. Like, yeah. as if the two were mutually exclusive. Somebody was like, what about national parks <laughs> while we were watching it? No, that's, that's too mainstream. Yeah, way too mainstream. But he's explaining that not all werewolves have to chain themselves in dungeons. Some of them just like to go into the wilderness and enjoy themselves. Oh. Like Remus Lupin at Hogwarts, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. The best werewolf. <laughs> anyway... So he's werewolf explaining things to Elena, and she kind of figures out, okay, so these werewolves that Klaus and Stefan were tracking are probably like that, so I'm going to go find them in the forest on a full moon. Mm-hmm. Great idea. And then Elena walks away from the table and over to the bar, and Rick's there, surprise, surprise. And she pretty much is like, okay, you're coming on this hike with me. Yeah, and he puts of- up a mild fight, but then he is like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, okay, so you want to come with me? No? Okay. And then he's like, you can't go by yourself. And she makes some quip about, like, oh, I thought you said that I was old enough to handle the stuff on my own now. And he says, I meant things like frozen dinners and SATs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not hiking in the woods full of werewolves on a full moon. Which, why can't she just go tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is like giving the writers too much credit, but maybe she knows that that's where they'll be on the full moon. And she knows oh. that Stefan and Klaus will be there. I guess. Cause I think what she's trying to do is find Stefan. Yeah. But still it's a fucking horrible idea. It's ridiculous. And Helena is so dumb. <laughs> people just enable her constantly. No sense of self-preservation with this one. Yeah. So Alaric's like, fine, I'll go with you because you know, he doesn't want her to get murdered by werewolves if he can help it because then probably Damon would kill him. And then back in the mountains, Ray finally wakes up. Oh, yes. And he's in the transition where he needs human blood. And so Klaus is like, listen, all you people, are there any humans here? Ray needs some human blood. Boyfriends, girlfriends. And there's this, like, macho-looking guy, and he turns out to be human. I'm like, why would a human come with like 30 werewolves into the forest at the full moon. When they turn, they don't like know they're humans as we've seen with Tyler like biting people as a wolf and like attacking Caroline. Right. He would just get killed immediately. Like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. But he is going to be the dude whose blood is gonna turn Ray into a hybrid. And then I think 
Klaus starts threatening everybody and he's like indicating that he's going to begin turning them one by one to continue his army of hybrids and he's pretty much like join us or die and then there's one girl who kind of stands up to him and she's like listen i'd rather die than be a vampire oh shit i know but he goes ahead and feeds his blood to all of them and kills them and then that human guy is going to have to feed his blood to all of them, which sounds like a really fun day. Yeah, good times on the old Smoky Mountains. <laughs> the best camping trip ever. Boo. Then we go back to the grill where Matt and Tyler are still... Oh, wait. Nope. Tyler's playing pool by himself. <laughs> right, yes. And that's I never noticed happening. before that the pool table at the Mystic Grill is red instead of green. And it's, like, right next to the fireplace. It's a little on the nose to have a red pool table on a vampire show. That's true. But he's like, I was supposed to meet Caroline here. Have you seen her, Matt? He's like, no, of course not. Why would I have seen Caroline? And Tyler's like, listen, I told you, we're just friends. Which is not entirely true, given the activities of last day. I mean, it was true until yesterday, and Matt's been being a dick about it all summer. Yes. So I think that's fair. And he's also like, I didn't think me being friends with Caroline would be a problem for us. That it's like, you clearly don't know Matt. I know. Matt is more mad at Tyler about being friends with Caroline than he was at Tyler for trying to fuck his mom. <laughs> it's true. Oh my God. On the grand scheme of things, this ain't that bad. <laughs> Tyler has done happened. way worse. And also like trying to rape his sister and talking about her vagina in front of him all the time. Oh my God. Matt and Tyler deserve each other they do tyler is slightly better because he has some kind of sympathetic things going on in his life but he still is terrible yeah matt has a brief moment of i guess niceness when he realizes that tyler might be looking for caroline because he realizes that tonight's a full moon um so matt is kind of like tyler do you need like another person for while you're transitioning and tyler's like no no i got it i got it i'm fine Usually he and Caroline have a romantic evening of her watching him chain himself up and turn into a wolf in huge agony. Yeah. <laughs> and he almost kills her. Yeah. Good times. It's very kinky. <laughs> so, also in this scene, Tyler drinks some coffee and it tastes bad like his coffee at home. And Matt's like, oh yeah, that's the vervain. Sheriff Forbes has me put it in the coffee sometimes. I'm like, how has Tyler not tasted this before? I know, especially if they're slipping it in at the grill all the time. Yeah, but it's all just a ploy so that he can realize, oh my god, my mom verveined my coffee. Why would she do that? What's going on? Tyler has a thought. Oh my god. (laughs) And it's really hard. So then we go back to the Lockwood house where Bill has arrived. Oh, hey, Bill. And he's played by Horner and Glasses guy from Heroes, a.k.a. Hayden Panettiere's TV dad. Oh. But he looks different because he's not wearing glasses. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. I remember it being a big deal that he was on the show then because Heroes was still kind of relevant at the time. Oh, okay. And Carol is like, oh, hi, Bill. Thank you so much for coming, which is a callback to when (laughs) Elena invited the Craigslist people over to kidnap and kill her. Yes. Um, and you see that Carol's like kind of having some second thoughts. She like she's like, oh, I don't know what to do with her. Like I've and, known her since she was a baby. Yeah, and Bill Talking is like, Caroline. listen, she's a vampire. We're gonna do what we have to do. They're so monsters. Bill is no nonsense. <laughs> Carol reveals in this scene that she's been investigating the Caroline situation for months. <laughs> yes. Like, why didn't we get to see that? That sounds hilarious. Yes, oh my god. So in addition to the show where Elena just has to run a household, I want the show, just, it's a mini-series where Carol Lockwood is investigating Caroline for months. <laughs> and it takes her months to determine that Caroline is a vampire or something. Yes. But now that she knows, she's called in Bill, whoever Bill is. On the season finale, it's when she purchases the Vervain gun. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I love it. What would it be called? Oh... Carol lying. Oh, I like that. I was going to say Carol in the coffin, Ooh. but I don't know why. <laughs> I like it. We could we could make this happen. I bet the actress would be down. We'll write a script. Yeah, we'll I haven't seen script. her anywhere. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, girl. <laughs> all right, so anyway, then we go to the hiking trip of Alina and Alaric in the mountains. They're 
they've apparently parked far away and are now hiking up the mountain where Alaric says the, the full moon should rise over that ridge tonight so that's where they'll be yeah it's like okay werewolf expert what did you do go to Duke and read some of Isabel's research <laughs> Which is probably still in there. Her office is probably still full of all her stuff. They haven't given it to anybody else. Yep, all the research is just sitting there printed out in piles. And Vanessa just is sitting there with a crossbow waiting for anybody to come in. (laughs) She's guarding it. And Elena's like, you were such a Boy Scout, weren't you, Rick? LOL. Oh, yeah, because you can, like, navigate through Mm -hmm. nature. And then they casually bring up the fact that Rick is carrying around Wolfsbane hand grenades. Yeah, he gives her one... Oh, yeah, he gives her the hand grenade, and she's like, is this for Bane? <laughs> like, yeah. you're hunting werewolves, you idiot. Right. So he's like, no, it's Wolfsbane, and so she puts that in her pocket, and he has a backpack full of weapons also. Because he just he always has weapons on him, just in case. You never know. Especially in Mystic Falls. That's actually not sarcastic. It's true. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Elena in the scene gives him his ring back which he had given to Uncle John Gilbert last season, but then Uncle John Gilbert died and left it to Elena for her future children because it doesn't work on the doppelganger for some reason. Yeah, and Alaric is, like, trying to protest it. He's like, oh, I don't want it. You wear it. And she's like, excuse you, I can't wear it. I'm the doppelganger. And eventually he takes it. Does he take it begrudgingly or he refuses to wear it? Well, at first he's like, well, why don't you save it for future baby Gilberts who will also be idiots who have a death wish? Yeah. I'm like, it's not like it's going to expire while you're using it. Right. (laughs) Maybe just wait for that day to come. But finally he's like, fine, I'll take it because you're going to put us in danger. And they keep saying that they're going to get out of there before the full moon comes up. Yeah. I'm like, when has any of your plans ever gone correctly? <laughs> Never. And Alina has a good crack here when she gives him the ring. She says, I'd hate, or I'd feel bad if I killed you before happy hour. Yes. Oh, you burnt Alaric. And Alaric kind of knowingly smiles. He's like, yep, alcoholic here. And then Alina starts, like, stripping off her jacket, I guess, because she's getting hot. And she starts saying something about, like, Oh, because Alaric keeps calling himself a lost cause in this episode. And oh, she's like, yeah. You're not a lost cause, Alaric, but she only gets halfway through the sentence before, out of nowhere, <laughs> somebody shoves her and she goes flying into a lake. And we're going to put a, a clip of that on our Instagram because it was hilarious. And it was like clearly like she was on wires and stuff. And yes. it flies like way too far. Oh, my God. It was amazing. We had to watch it like five times. Yeah, it was great. And who was it? It, it was, was Damon. Damon. He zoomed and pushed Elena into the water at like 90 miles an hour. And he knows how to make an entrance. He sure does. And then they begin fighting immediately. So Damon's pissed that Elena is there because she's put herself in danger and she didn't tell Damon about it. Mm-hmm. And Alaric tattled. Alaric tattled, yes. So that's why Damon showed up there because Alaric called him. And Elena's mad because she wants Damon to stop protecting her and let her do her own shit to find Stefan. And she's still mad that Damon was keeping all of the stuff about him hunting down Stefan from her. Yeah. And she gets some shit for giving up on Stefan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, Stefan is gone, as I said. And once again, why are you trying to dangle yourself in front of Klaus, who thinks you're dead? Go home where you're safe. But she's like, I can't give up on Stefan. I need to get him back. And they're both standing in the lake, like, staring at each other, like, intensely, while Alaric's, like, standing on the ridge just watching them awkwardly. Yeah. It's a weird scene. It is. And they get into a really childish argument where Damon's like, Elena, get out of the lake. She's like, no, you're going to make me go home when I get out of the lake. And she's like, you get out of the lake. And he's like, Elena, get out of the lake. And it goes on like that for a few moments. Yeah. And eventually they do get out of the lake. They like, do. They're in there for a long time. And now they're going to be all soggy and like heavy, wet clothes holding them down on their hike. Oh, and you know thing. the Smoky Mountains is humid, so that's oh, just yeah. going to be like a nightmare. They're going to get a rash. And so many mosquitoes. Yeah. Ugh. So back on the mountain, uh, Stefan makes some comment about Klaus trying to make an army of slaves. And this is like the second episode in a row where somebody is referred to like white people as slaves. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you really need to stop doing that, especially on a show where it's established that main characters own slaves. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. But Klaus is like, they're not slaves. They're going to be my comrades. (laughs) 
They're going to be hybrid soldiers. And someone's like, why do you need soldiers? Klaus says some bullshit like, you, you don't start an army once the war has begun. You start it so nobody picks a fight with you in the first place. And who is Klaus scared of? Yeah, they keep on making a point of, like, nobody can kill Klaus. He's, like, the most powerful creature in the world. But he really wants a bunch of hybrids. Maybe he's just lonely. Maybe. He just wants some friends. And Stefan's like, why are you keeping me around for all of this? And he's like, you'll know why I'm keeping you around when I'm ready to damn well tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's still a mystery, and we're all just dying to know what exactly it is Klaus wants with Stefan. That was sarcasm. (laughs) And then Ray just starts bleeding from the eyes. It's like, it's disturbing. Yeah, there's just blood coming out of every orifice. Yeah. He probably has a stain in his pants. Yeah. But it's not a good situation, and Klaus is like, something's wrong! What's what's happening? And Stefan says, some master race. Yeah. Like, okay, you called white people slaves and are talking about a master race now? Like, what is happening on this show? Oh, I know. So Ray then suddenly, like, goes crazy and runs away, and Klaus is like, go get him, and they get into, like, a crazy zooming wrestling fight, and then Ray bites him, which it's a deadly werewolf bite, just like Damon had. It's like, now everybody's just getting bit by werewolves left and right. I know. And it was such a big deal when it happened to Rose. But Seven's like, all right, I'm going to need some of your blood then. Oh, yeah. And Klaus, like, holds it over him. He's like, I'm not going to give you my blood until you go find Ray and bring him back. He's right? Like, what? What are you talking about? So he runs off to try to fetch Ray, who has gone crazy. Then I think we pop back to the lake where Elena and Damon are still having their argument. And Elena's like, listen, I want to go see Stefan. Damon c- continues to insist that it's a bad idea. And then he brings up the fact that he, or that she kissed Damon when he was on his deathbed. He's like, do you want to relive the kissy deathbed thing? Which was a little awkward. I know. And like, what even does that mean? Like, because he would get bit by a werewolf again? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe like... It just seemed like a weird way for him to be able to bring that up. Yeah, it was, it like felt a little bit out of place. Just like how I'm telling the story. (laughs) (laughs) For listeners out there, we watched the episode last night and then we're too tired to record. Yes. So it's a little hazy in our minds. But uh, yeah, so I think then we go back to the Lockwoods where Tyler is like, hey mom, uh, why'd you verbain me? And she pretends she doesn't know what she's talking, what he's talking about. She's yeah. like playing with her necklace and like clearly lying. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't, what are you talking about verbain? Huh? And he's like, listen, let's just, like, call a spade a spade. You know about Caroline. And she's like, I have to be sure that she hadn't turned you. You're spending so much time together. She's a monster. And then Tyler gets really serious. He's like, you don't know about me, do you? She's like, no, what, Tyler? No, what? It's, like, really overdramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's very concerned. Yeah. So he's maybe going to share some werewolf secrets with her in a minute. Yeah. But first we have a werewolf secret of Ray in the forest popping in front of uh, Alaric and Damon and Elena. And Elena, he and Damon like get into a wrestling match and then Elena throws a wolfsbane grenade to Damon and he puts it on Ray's face. Yeah. And somehow Damon doesn't get any like glass slashes on his face. And Ray doesn't look too much worse for the wear. I'm no, like, it was like a puff of yeah. like smoke or so, something. Some grenade. I know. <laughs> so that's happening. Elena probably needs to GTFO because she's the most fragile out of all of them. And Alaric has that whole backpack full of weapons, but I feel like the only one they use in this scene is the grenade. It is, yeah. Oh, oh no, because Alaric does also shoot him in the back with a crossbow, but it doesn't do anything. Oh, he does? Yeah. I missed that. Interesting. The kitten was probably being really cute during that scene. <laughs> probably. And then I think we go over to Matt's house, right? Yeah. yeah, so Matt has invited Jeremy over because, again, they're looking for personal items of Vicky's so that they could build a stronger connection while Jeremy is seeing her in his creepy, weird visions. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going through, like, 
the basement or something like that and Matt was like I meant to give all of this stuff to Salvation Army but I just couldn't bring myself to do it oh hey here's Vicky's pipe do you, you think, think that, that this would be a good one <laughs> to use lol I mean it's probably one of her most precious possessions so <laughs> there's that but there's like a framed picture of him and Vicky as kids and it's a picture of Kayla Ewell with a little blonde boy and <laughs> yeah. I'm like they're a year apart but it's like Matt in the picture is like a very small blonde child. Yeah, there was it like, like they're like five, five years yeah, apart. At least five years difference. It was a really silly picture. It's like the writers forgot how much of an age yeah. difference they were supposed to have. I feel like they must have used an actual picture from Kayla Ewell's youth because she looked pretty young in it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, great, there's a picture of her with a blonde kid. That's perfect. <laughs> it doesn't matter how old he is. Yeah, people will get it. Uh, so. Then Matt starts getting weirded out. He's like, actually, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm like, what the fuck, Matt? I know. You went through all the trouble. But he, like, puts the picture face down, but then he turns around and looks back, and suddenly it's standing up. Oh, so creepy. And so then back in the woods, we see that Damon and Alaric and Melina have tied Ray to a tree with, like, a mile of rope and several chains. They have so much rope. I mean, I guess they're prepared hikers since Alaric is a Boy Scout and whatnot, but... I don't think all of that could have fit in Alaric's backpack. No, no way. There was so much rope. It was like covering his entire body up to his neck. And all they were talking about is how there's no way that all of this rope and chains is going to hold Ray onto the tree. Yeah, once he turns into an actual wolf. Mm-hmm. But I guess they want to keep him there so he can't bite Damon and infect him again. Yeah, because after what Stefan had to go through to get the first round of Klaus blood, I don't think it's going to happen again. Yeah. And, and I they, think I might have gotten distracted by the cat here because then, like, a wolf is there. But is it Ray? So they're talking about how they thought they still had a lot of time before the moon reached its apex. But then Ray starts transitioning. Oh, so right. he, like, starts cracking his neck and, like, grunting and, like, doing all of the pain noises. Oh, right, because hybrids can change into werewolves whenever they want, not just at the full moon. Oh, okay. So now he's changing and he becomes a wolf. Okay, now I remember. But then, yeah, Elena does come face-to-face with a wolf. Oh, yeah, and they have a staring contest for a minute. Right, and, and Damon then... distracts the wolf so that the wolf goes after Damon, and Rick is like, we gotta keep moving! Come on, come on! Damon's distraction is saying, here, doggy, doggy. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, good lord. I love it. Oh, Damon. And, yeah, Alaric tries to get Elena out of there, and she's like, we can't leave Damon! And Alaric says he can take care of himself, but I'm like, last time Damon was in the woods with a werewolf, he got bit and almost died, so the concerns are legitimate. (laughs) They are, but also, what the hell is Elena going to do to help? Yeah. She has no weapons on her. And she's an idiot. Yep. So, we leave that kind of in suspense and go back to Tyler, who has brought his mom to the slave dungeon. And she's like, what the fuck are we doing here? And he's like, I need you to see something. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the slave dungeon, like, far in the woods away from their house, like, on their other property? Yeah. Okay. So he has brought her there, he closes the gate and starts chaining himself up, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. He says, I'm the monster mom, and then he starts changing, and she freaks the fuck out. She just keeps screaming, what's happening? What's happening? Oh over and over again. I Which- feel like they're on a different show. <laughs> They're like on a soap opera the way that she's acting. They are. Oh my god, I'm sure that's where Carol Lockwood got her acting start. Oh no, this poor lady, we're being so mean. We are, but <laughs> she's so evil in this episode. <laughs> yeah, so he decides the easiest way to get his mom to understand like what bullshit she is, is mm-hmm. to make her have the traumatic experience of watching him go through his transformation, which she deserves. She does. Can she not leave? Like, is she yeah she could leave but she's seeing her son in terrible pain so she probably doesn't want to leave him i guess i don't know i would leave i feel like we established that that gate wasn't that secure back when caroline was with him but yes maybe he has better chains now yeah or he can like control himself a little bit better i don't know (sighs) but then we go back to the forest where damon is running around trying to escape the werewolf ray 
I wrote down that they were kung fu fighting. They were. Yeah. There was a lot of Zoom fighting, and mm-hmm. every time that was happening, I just looked at the kitten and said, because it was boring. It was. It wasn't that good of a fight scene. I don't know why. I guess yeah. we just were never, like, that invested in Ray. Yeah. So. So, it looks like Ray is going to get Damon, but then suddenly, Stefan zooms up from behind and rips his heart out of his chest. What? Oh my god. He's it's like, crazy. hello, brother. And then Stefan's all like, what part of don't follow me do you not understand? And Damon's all like, well, if you stopped the late night phone calls to Elena, then I wouldn't actually be here. And then Stefan's all like, that wasn't me. I didn't call her. I know. Yes, you did. Own up to your shit, Stefan. Yeah. And And Stefan's like, you need to take Elena home and see if you can actually keep her there this time. He's throwing some serious shade. Yeah. And there are, like, a couple of moments in this episode, one I think already happened, where Seven's, like, standing on a hill and watching them hiking wistfully in the distance. (laughs) But, yeah, Stefan is being sassy, but he did just save Damon's life, so Mm -hmm. mixed messages, dude. And then (laughs) back at at the bottom of the mountain, Elena and Alaric are sitting in a car waiting. I'm like, do you think that's going to protect you if a werewolf comes after you? It's just a car. (laughs) I know. And Elena's really really mad because she is worried about Damon and Alaric is talking again about how he's such a bad role model and chaperone and says he's a lost cause again. And Elena gets really deep. She's like, you're not a lost cause, Rick. You're just lost. Yeah. So am I. And so is Jeremy. So we're actually perfect for each other. We all don't have anybody. Yeah. And that's just really depressing. And so Alaric kind of thinks that's cute and is like I, oh, I think he's the one who says we're kind of right for each other yeah which is a really weird way of putting it when it's like a grown man and a teenage girl in a car together Ugh, I know <laughs> and Elena looks wistfully out the window and she looks up to the mountain and she thinks she sees something there for a second which we know was Stefan mm-hmm. and then they pan back to her face and then they pan back to just a blink like it's just like a bush <laughs> yeah it's like Stefan is not there anymore, but it was just really funny. Yeah. And uh, back in Mystic Falls, Matt has gone over to the Gilbert house with a six-pack of Heisler. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Like, where are these kids getting these, like, six-packs and cases of beer? Like, I guess Caroline probably could, like, compel somebody to get it, but, like, oh. Matt just drove to the liquor store and bought a six-pack of Heisler to bring over to another teenager's house. Give me a break. Yeah. Plus, this is supposed to be, like, a very small town. Yeah. So everybody knows each other. But he has come with that as an apology. He wants uh, to help Jeremy again. There's really no reason for him to have changes of heart. It's just like they needed this plot line to go at the same pace as the other ones. So <laughs> right. they could keep cutting between them. So it was pretty pointless. But he's like, okay, I'll help you now. And suddenly Jeremy sees Vicky and like startles. And Matt's like, oh my god, is she here? And yeah, Matt, did says, you see her? Maddie. And... Jeremy's like, Vicky, what's going on? You said he needed help. What do you need help with? And she says, I can come back. Oh, yes. And oh, then she's shit. like, help me come back. And that can Matt... Seem like probably a very good thing to do. And Matt can't see her, right? No. Okay. But Jeremy tells her that she's there and he can like sense something is happening. Right. It's like the lights are flickering and shit. But Jeremy's like, oh my God. And then suddenly a window shatters. Yes. It's very startling. And then Anna appears and says, don't trust Vicky. Oh my gosh. I didn't see that one coming. So even in death, Vicky and Anna are played against each other for Jeremy's affections. But we don't know what's going on there. And apparently Anna can break windows, even though she's a ghost. That's more of a poltergeist thing. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because ghosts should be able to glide seamlessly. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not ghosts. Maybe she just is so worried that her ghostly fury made something move in the physical world. Whoa. I don't know how ghosts work. I found it smart. <laughs> so I think that's the last we see of that plot line for now. So ooh, spooky. Very. Ghost bitch fight. <laughs> then we hop over to Klaus, who is at the campsite, and he's talking with Stefan and pretty much Klaus explains that all of the vampire werewolves went rabid and that all of them died. Yeah, some he had to kill. Had some to kill. Yep. And some bled out. Wow. What a day. 
and Stefan has carried uh, Ray's corpse back. And he's like, I had no choice. I had to kill him. I'm so sorry. I failed you. Oh, yeah. That was weird. He's just being very servile and, like, obsequious to Klaus right now. Probably just to placate him so he'll get his blood. Right. So he doesn't die of a werewolf bite. But uh, Klaus doesn't even really care about that right now. He's like, what did I do wrong? I killed a werewolf. I killed a vampire. I killed the doppelganger. And then he and Stefan, like, stare at each other intensely for a minute. And you think maybe he's starting to suspect. But he just says, you look like hell. (laughs) And then he bites his hand this time instead of his wrist. Yeah, like his whole palm. And squeezes blood into an empty beer bottle and gives it to Stefan. He's like, drink up. Yeah. Klaus is like, we're leaving here. And you're the only comrade I have left. And I think we're supposed to maybe feel a little bad for Klaus here, but I super don't. No, me Like, he just accidentally murdered all these people. And it's like, he's murdered more than that on purpose, but... Yeah. It's like, whoops, my experiment went wrong. Maybe he should have, like, tested it on one werewolf and seen how it went. (laughs) Right, and he started, like, attacking people, I feel like, after Simon started bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I don't... Who knows? It, It was not a good plan. No. And it really backfired. And he just murdered an entire pack of werewolves. So good job, Stefan and Klaus. You're a dream team. Can't wait to see what you do next. Oh my god. And then we leave the mountain and Elena is back home safe. And she's just gotten out of the shower because she has like a towel on her head, hair drying. Mm -hmm. And she walks into her room and Damon's just standing there like a creep. And Elena's like, seriously? I don't know why she's surprised. This has to be like the 80th time this has happened. (laughs) It happens every episode. Someone comes into her bedroom uninvited. Yeah. And Salvatore's never knock. They just like sneak in windows and shit. I know. Even if if you're going into somebody's house, you could at least not have the decency or have the decency to not enter somebody's bedroom. Yeah, just like wait in the living room or I don't know. Or text. We really can't ask that much of Damon. No. But he is there because he's like, I was wrong. Stefan's not gone. I know because he saved my life. Even in his darkest place, my brother can't let me die. It's like he forgot that Stefan just killed Andy. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, he murdered my girlfriend, but he also saved my life. So that totally cancels it out. And now I want to help him again. Yeah. Like, R.I.P. Andy, your death caused feelings for half an episode. (laughs) Good job. And this is pretty much tearing Damon apart because, as we know, he wants to be with Elena. And he knows that if he's able to get Stefan back, then Elena's going to go back to Stefan. So then he starts saying all this creepy bullshit. Yeah, he's getting really in Elena's face like, you were all going to go and, like, infiltrate the werewolf camp, but then you wanted to peace out. What changed? What happened? Yeah. And he just says it, like, a thousand times. She's like, I didn't want you to get hurt. I'm worried about you. Why do I even have to say it? I'm like... It alternates between episodes whether you hate him or care about him, so Mm -hmm. it's fair that he's a little confused, but he really just wants to pressure her into, like, saying how much she cares about him, and then he's like, when I deliver Stefan back to you, I want you to, and he has his hands on the sides of her face this whole time. Yeah. I want you to remember the things that you felt while he was gone. Oh. It's like, remember this boner that you're experiencing right now. I know. That was creepy. I did not like that. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. And then Alaric like comes upstairs as soon as he is leaving, and he has his bags. And I think he might be going into to like live in one of the bedrooms. Yeah, now, it makes it seem idea. like he was graduating from the couch. Yeah, I wonder if he'll go in the dead parents' bedroom or a dead aunt Jenna's bedroom, or maybe that was the same bedroom. Oh, maybe. How many bedrooms does this place have? I don't know. It is quite spacious. It is. I wish I had a house like that. Me too. But he says to Elena, do you know what you're doing there? Hitting on my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> no, she says, I don't know. Yeah. Because she is having feelings, so she didn't see how creepy what the, that scene was. Right. So much drama between those two kids. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, we get it. But could we do it in a less creepy way, please? I know. But then it wouldn't be the Vampire Diaries, would it? Nope. <laughs> Then we have another tense moment over in the slave dungeon, a.k.a. the wolf transition place, where Tyler has transitioned back to a human and he wakes up, I guess, naked 
in the chains in his human form Mm -hmm. and he looks over to carol and carol just looks terrified and she's like tyler i'll take care of it and we're at first we're all like what is she talking about she's gonna like reverse his werewolfness but we find out that she's referring to caroline and that she's not going to let anyone hurt caroline because now she's seen tyler transition into this mystical beast and she realizes that he's still the same Tyler after all. Yeah, maybe they're, the they've same. all been wrong about vampires all this time. Mm-hmm. So she calls Bill and is like, <laughs> we need to let Caroline go. And he's like, no, we have a mission. My family has been doing this for 150 years and we need to take care of it. And then we finally see Caroline, who has been chained up in this dungeon this whole time. And I'm like, which dungeon is this? Like, right. how many dungeons are there in town? I know. Because it looks like one of the, the cells, like, in the Salvatore basement, but it can't be. Yeah, it it's probably the same set, but... <laughs> it's maybe bigger it's than one of those. It has higher ceilings and, like, a window, because there's some light coming oh, in. Oh, that's true. It does have, like, the same jail door with, like, the little window with the bars on it. Yeah, but she's, like, just waking up from the ravine, I guess. And she's like, hello, hello, anybody out there? Mrs. Lockwood? And somebody starts coming down the stairs and into the cell. Yes. So he slowly opens the door and Caroline looks up and as Bill enters, she says, Daddy? (gasps) What? Bill is Caroline's dad? It's Bill Forbes, everybody's favorite gay ex-husband. Oh my God. I pictured Bill differently and not wanting to kill his daughter. Yeah. Most fathers don't. Yeah. Uh, So... He didn't know from his ex-wife, he found out from Carol Lockwood, who I guess thought that Sheriff Forbes would be too sad to do anything about it, but apparently Bill Forbes is a stone-cold asshole who would be super into murdering his daughter. It's like, of all the people, she calls her dad. I know. And it's weird because when Carol is talking on the phone with Bill, it's like, as if he's talking about Bill is talking about Caroline as if it's not his daughter. Yeah. And also like Bill has not been here this whole time. Like there must be other people from the council left, right? You would think. And then Bill sh- throws some shade at some point uh, to Carol. Oh yeah. When she's like trying to protect Caroline, he's like maybe you don't understand Carol because you've married into the family, but as a founder, I know that we need to get rid of this species. Ugh. So poor Caroline really cannot catch a break. Like, this is the second time she's been kidnapped and shot by people, all revolving around her relationship with Tyler, by the way. Right. And now probably nothing good is going to happen, and her dad has betrayed her. Both of her parents have been, like, real dicks about her being a vampire so far. Soup's frustrating. Yes. And that's the end of the episode. Wow. This was our quickest recap ever. (laughs) Maybe sleeping on it really clarifies things for us. <laughs> yeah, that's what it did. It clarified it. So, this episode was all right. Yeah. The best moment came at the end when we find out that Bill is Caroline's dad. Yeah. Unless they're just playing, like, a weird TV trick on us where Caroline is, like, hallucinating or something and it's not really her dad. Or maybe it's, like, an older guy that she has a kinky sexual relationship with. Maybe. She is in a dungeon. Daddy. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. I feel like this is the second episode in a row where not that much happened. Yeah. It was like people were wandering around in the woods and a bunch of werewolves died and that took like half the episode. I know. And we didn't care about Ray at all. So the fight was boring. Yeah. Stefan and Damon clearly are not done with each other. Like we already know that. Right. And a lot of the focus has been on Elena and Damon, but I feel like they're not going about it in the most compelling way right now. Like, I see where they're going, but it could be more interesting. Yeah, they're or they like teetering make, around the edge of it. They could be making me root for Damon a little bit more. <laughs> but it, it does get better from here, I promise. Well, that's good. Yeah, this one wasn't wasn't my favorite. But it was still decent. A lot of shit's going to happen in the next episode. Ooh. <laughs> Judging by the screen cap that we saw on Netflix. Oh, yes. I'm really excited for it. We know it's a flashback episode. Yes, to the 1920s. So oh, we're that's very a time period we haven't seen yet, right? No, I don't think so. We've seen... We've seen 1864 and 1492. Yes. We've had some references to the 80s. Yeah. I don't know if we ever get to see the 80s. I don't remember. But it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't, but that would be amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, another kind of a treading water episode, like... 
between the end of the season and the end of this episode, like, the only things that have really happened are that Stefan and Klaus have, like, killed a lot of people, and Damon and Elena have argued about Stefan a lot. Yeah, nothing has changed with the actual plot. Yeah, and, like, ghosts are still happening. Yeah, there's, like, a few things that have, like, pretended like they were going to change, but then they just revert right back. Like, Alaric leaving, and now he's back. Yeah. Matt not wanting to help Jeremy, but then he does, so... Yeah, really the only forward momentum has been Caroline, because she finally talked to Tyler, and now she's been kidnapped again. Right. So, once again, we got to rely on Caroline for the good stuff. Yeah, sorry you had to deal with both of those things, girl. Yeah. But you're keeping us entertained, and that's the most important thing, because you're fictional and we're not. Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) All right, so who do you want to punch this time? Hmm, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to have to choose Bill. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. I mean, Caroline is the best. We love her. You mm-hmm. go, girl. And the fact that this is her father is so distressing to me. Yeah. And it just makes me so mad that Caroline has been kidnapped again and that her own father is holding her against her will and wanting to kill her. Yeah. He is being a real dick and doesn't even like bother to try to talk to her or like see what's going on in her life he's just like vampire must die yeah i imagine like that the next week scene will get like a little bit more backstory about him Mm -hmm. which i mean it's not like it's going to help us understand why he's doing this but it just seemed so out of the blue and fucked up yeah this storyline gets pretty crazy okay well it's very memorable okay (laughs) good to know who do you want to punch? I want to punch Klaus. Okay. That's a good one. Because, like, Klaus always sucks and he's always evil because he's the villain, so he's supposed to. Like, right. that's not an insult to the character. It's like he's serving his purpose. But it's just such a bad plan this week. He went about it. He's been, like, wanting to do this for 500 years, and this is his plan. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I'm going to find some werewolves, try to change them all at once, not, like, test one first. And,. Then he throws a tantrum when it doesn't work, and he pouts, and it's just a dick, and I don't know. He just bugged me in this episode, because Klaus should be smarter, because he's, like, supposed to be the most powerful supernatural creature of all time. Everybody's terrified of him. I expect more from him. Right. I would, too. And, like, even if somebody gets, like, power-hungry and, like, you know, he's expecting that everything's fallen in line and he that's why he goes ahead with the plan. It still doesn't make sense. Like, just take your time. You're immortal. You have all of the time in the world. It's not like you need to amass your army in, like, one day instead of three just to see how everything shakes out with bloody-eyed Ray. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He's just pathetic in this episode. Yeah. I don't want a pathetic villain. No. But they do try and make you feel bad for him. Yeah, they tried to humanize Klaus a little bit, but you know he also murdered like thirty people today, so Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling it. (laughs) Nope. So yeah, I'd I'd punch him. I'll punch him while he's down. Good choice. Who you want to high five? Oh, um, this is kind of a difficult one because everybody annoyed me in this episode. (laughs) I think that I want to high five Tyler. Yeah. Um, for dragging Carol to the slave dungeon and making him, making her watch him turn. I think that that is one of the ways to like establish humanity with somebody who is like scared of mystical creatures. Yeah. Um, and he did it to save Caroline, which is a step up of what he's done in the past. Where, when she was kidnapped. Yeah. Where, when, she, <laughs> when she was kidnapped the first time and he was just like, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything. So I don't know what to do. I'm just going to let them shoot you in the head repeatedly. It's uh, cool. Right. You lied to me. And in the boob. Oh, I forgot about the boob shot. Yeah. Oh, so upsetting. Um, but, you know, he defended Caroline, you know, obviously when he speaking with carol and he stood up to her and said that she's not a prostitute so that's a step in the right direction yeah thanks for telling her that caroline's not a prostitute <laughs> right. really like defended her character there it just goes to show that tyler's not that smart and like doesn't have an understanding of like a metaphor um but he's like by the way Caroline's not a prostitute mom <laughs> Who would you like to high-five? I was going to say Tyler, too, Uh because I thought it was very powerful the way that he revealed himself to his mom. Like, there's no escaping from that. But Mm -hmm. since you already said him, I'll say Anna. 
just because oh. I was happy to see her. Yeah. And because I thought it was cool that she shattered the glass. <laughs> right. I don't know. If I was a ghost and I could do that, I feel like that would be what I would want to do. So good job ghosting. Yes. She's living her best ghost life. I like that choice. That's really good. And I missed Anna, so. I know. I loved her. We barely knew her. Although, yeah, it was a pretty slim pickings this episode for high-fiving-ness. Mm-hmm. Everybody was kind of shitty and stupid. And Bonnie still isn't here. I know. Where is Bonnie? She wasn't even Skyping with Jeremy this week. No mention of MiFi. No product placement. So sad. So hopefully when she comes back, she'll be a good Bonnie and not annoying Bonnie. So we can high-five her. Yes. We, we can only hope. But in the meantime, we're stuck with all the terrible men. Speaking of which, why are men? Uh, I don't know. When will we be able to answer this question? You know, we had more of the same this episode with... Um, Damon trying to control Elena. Mm-hmm. If it's not one brother, it's the other. Like we continue to see over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and it's also like just so creepy to me about how he views like his relationship with Elena and Stefan's relationship with Elena as like interchangeable. Yeah. Like the second that Stefan leaves, like she's going to have feelings for me no matter what. Like I just kind of get that vibe that he yeah. like expects it. Like I have Elena to myself until Stefan's back, so I gotta really make it count. Right, yeah, that's like the vibe that I'm getting from him. And, and I didn't like... Clearly she doesn't care which Salvatore brother, she'll just like have a boner for either of us, whoever's right. there. yeah. It like makes me start to wonder if there's like something extra, I mean there are many things extra about <laughs> Stefan and Damon, but like something that makes them more intrinsically linked than just being brothers. Like they're two parts of like the same soul or some shit. Whoa. Like some mystical creature That's stuff. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> I have much more time to reflect on these things now that I'm not drinking because I'm with child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sobriety. Really yeah. makes you think. Yeah. It makes me think, why can I still not remember the names <laughs> of the characters in this show? But there you go. We did notice in the previous line, Previously on this week, uh, there was a line from last episode where Damon says Stefan's gone or Stefan is gone, but it sounded like he said Stephanie's gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Stephanie came from. You were right. It is Stephanie. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I really hated Damon putting his hands on Elena's face Mm -hmm. in her bedroom. Like first he pops up in her bedroom uninvited, which is creepy enough to begin with, although he's done it before. But then it's like, if you want to have this conversation with Elena about, like, her feelings for you, fine. But don't put your hands on your face and, like, stare directly into her, her eyes with your creepy serial killer eyes. And I just wanted him to get his hands off her. It was really weirding me out. Right. And he's also, like, projecting how he wants her to feel on Elena. Like, yeah, we it's actually like he's trying never... to convince her that exactly. she has feelings for him. We never actually hear her say this, but... Yeah, the you know, closest we get is when she tells the lark she doesn't know what she's doing there. Right. And, like, we've seen her, you know, have feelings, at least, like, of care for him before and, mm-hmm. like, a connection with him. But she's never explicitly said or even given much of an indication that she has any kind of romantic feelings for him. Like, they have chemistry and tension, but it's that's, like, that's just chemical stuff. Like, you can have that with anybody, but to, like, actually have feelings for somebody is different. Right, and to act on it is different, yeah. too. And it's, like, even if she did have some kind of feeling, it's really weird to, like, get with your ex's brother. Like, that is quite a leap. Like, you would have to really be into him to do it. Yeah. And I know, like, it's different on TV. And that the whole show is based on the premise of a love triangle. But, Mm -hmm. like, imagine that you were in love with somebody and then he, like, fucked off to go camping with his frenemy. (laughs) And then you were hanging out with his brother all the time. Like, you wouldn't want to fuck his brother, probably. Like, it would just be weird. It's too weird. But... Yeah, he's really trying to force the issue with her, and we are getting some indications a little bit that maybe there is something there, but it, the way that they're doing it, it's just making it seem really creepy. Yeah. And Damon needs to keep his hands to himself. Kudos to you for the quote, fucked off to go camping with your frenemy. I just wrote that down. I really loved it. <laughs> uh, it's fun that when you can uh, encapsulate a plot line two episodes long in one sentence that really shows that this show is moving at the breakneck pace it usually does (coughs) oh my god i'm choking it was too good it was too good so yeah there was that and then 
you know, Matt and Jeremy having a plot line together should have been a lot more horrifying. <laughs> so I guess I'm not going to pick on them too much this week. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we have to help Vicky, but only if we feel like it at this moment. And only if we somehow degrade her further by remembering that she did drugs. Oh, yeah. And Matt has, like, some kind of line about... Most people didn't really see Vicky. They just thought she was, like, this druggy problem child. But you really got her. Oh, yeah. Like, you were one of the people who just saw her as a druggy problem child. I know. He, he just has this weird selective memory about his relationship with Vicky now that she's dead. Mm-hmm. That he thinks that they were such close siblings. But he was a dick to her. He listened to his best friend talk about fucking her all the time and objectifying her and didn't say shit like and i don't know if i'm just making this up because i hate matt but wasn't he like judging her for working at the grill at some point like saying that like she wasn't like making anything of her life maybe it wasn't him that was saying that but somebody was they were just disrespectful yeah he was not great to vicky and i mean granted she was a hot mess yeah but it's like i guess people do that when somebody dies they like romanticize their relationship with them not like romantic no yeah like they they remember the good times yeah Mm -hmm. but it's just annoying because it's matt yeah absolutely but he was better in this episode than last week i'll give him that because he wasn't stoned yeah and he wasn't being a dick to caroline because she wasn't there right yeah (laughs) got bigger fish to fry this week yep so i guess everybody was being super annoying but it wasn't like super heavy on the wiremen this week yeah because mostly it was like the stuff with stefan and klaus was just them with each other Mm -hmm. they didn't have a lot of chances to be dicks to women right and although damon is emotionally manipulative of elena i feel like it's not quite as strong as stefan so without him being around elena i feel like it's less to talk about yeah like with damon and elena it's like he's just so into her and he like goes crazy at the thought of any of her emotions but he isn't like the way that he's protective of her is not as sneaky as stefan like yeah stefan would keep a lot more stuff from elena and like hide things from her so that she wouldn't have the information to make decisions whereas damon like lets her know the information usually mm-hmm. but then just says but i'm going to not let you do this yeah which is still terrible but it's not as bad right it's not as like sneaky i guess yeah so like he hid the stuff about like cleaning up stefan's corpses and that sucked but like stefan didn't tell her that he was a vampire like when they first started dating he didn't tell her that Catherine existed or was identical to her before they fucked he did manage to tell elena that she was adopted yes that is true good times you're adopted so i mean i've already said last week that i like stefan or elena and damon as a potential couple better than stefan and elena Mm -hmm. so i still feel that way even though they're all horrible yeah (laughs) but you know that's where I was at when I first watched the show. Is like she's got to get with Damon. She's got to get with Damon, and they do have better chemistry too. Which I is think probably they do because they dated in real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. It's it's always with these triangle dynamics on vampire shows. There's always a Stefan. There's always a Damon. Oh. Like on Buffy, it's Spike and Angel. Spike is the Damon. Mm-hmm. Angel is the Stefan. On True Blood, it's Bill and Eric. Bill is the Stefan and Eric is the Damon. And I always want the Damon one. Okay. I don't know what that says about me. but <laughs> Well, right now, Damon's looking a hell of a lot better than Stefan. <laughs> Stefan is a bloodaholic mess. Yeah. And just because he's good deep down, that doesn't matter for shit. Just he's like, like a Jekyll and Hyde type. It's yeah. Like, he has a really good side and a really bad side, whereas Damon is just, like, a big old gray area. <laughs> yes. <sighs> All right. Uh, so moving on from men who weren't as bad as in specifically male ways this week. Good job, guys. Uh, who should have done it? This is so difficult. <laughs> this is even harder than last week. Do you want me to go first? Yes, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm going to say Stefan and Klaus. Oh, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Because Klaus clearly has some kind of fixation on Stefan and is making him hang around. And they both seem really frustrated right now and could probably use some stress relief, especially since Klaus is throwing temper tantrums. It's like, okay, you failed, but maybe, like, bang one out and you'll feel better. Yeah, release some tension. Yeah. I don't like either of them, but I think that they should bug. Yeah. 
That's cool. <laughs> I support it. <sighs> um, I feel like there just weren't that many people in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, because there weren't... It was mostly just Madden and Elena because right. we didn't see Caroline until the very end of the episode and Bonnie wasn't there. And then, like, brief glimpses of ghost ladies. But not that I ever have trouble wanting the dudes on the show to fuck each other but it was just odd like pairings yeah. I guess and yeah and a lot of people weren't interacting with more than one or two other people mm-hmm. I guess if I had to choose I would pick Vicky and Anna because like it seems like there's some sort of ghost rift between them when Anna says that they shouldn't trust Vicky or believe her or whatever mm-hmm. um, and you know Nothing good ever comes of two strong women fighting over Matt Donovan or uh, oh my god <laughs> over Jeremy Gilbert. Yeah. So they should probably just cut their losses with him and yeah. live together in the ghost afterlife. Yeah, I mean, if you got to be dead, you both somehow found something to like in Jeremy Gilbert, so you have something <laughs> deeply troubled in common. <laughs> so bond over that and have ghost sex. I yeah. like it. All right. Well done. <laughs> I really pulled that one out of my ass, but I'm happy it worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two episodes into season two, as we've kind of said, not a lot has happened, but now that we've seen a little more of what's going on with Caroline, how do you think the thing with her dad is going to pan out? I don't know. I'm, like, so shook by this. I think that he'll probably have a change of heart at some point because I don't think that they'll take Caroline off the show, and if they do, I am going to stop doing this podcast <laughs> in protest because she's <laughs> the best thing that we have. Oh, man. Um but I'm hoping that just like all of the other parents in this show, once they see the human side to their child, mm-hmm. they might be able to turn. Um, but Bill seems like a real hard ass because he yeah. said that his family has felt like this for generations or something. So we'll yeah. have to see. And like Sheriff Forbes had her moment of like, Caroline is evil and must die, but she managed to come around pretty quickly. Right. But she just shot Jeremy and stuff. <laughs> Bill does seem more intense though. Yeah. I hope that we have a, I hope that we have a reunion between Bill and Sheriff Forbes. <laughs> Where is Bill's boyfriend slash husband? Now this is a good. Te- this is going to be good television. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some good stuff coming in the next episode. I, I think a new character is introduced next episode. Very exciting. Oh, is it an original? I'm not going to say. Okay. Bill is just going to have. To is find it Bill's out. boyfriend? I wish. Okay. <laughs> And until uh, we get to the next one, again, we're going to, you know, probably not be posting as often as we were prior to our hiatus, but Mm -hmm. just uh, keep with us because we really want to keep going with this. And we'd love to hear from you with words of encouragement. We liked getting all the messages you guys sent us while we were away. It really motivated us to come back. It did. So if you want to go ahead and mystic follow us on Twitter, we're at The Beauty Diaries. And we're on Facebook at The Vampire Diaries Diaries. You can find us on Instagram, the underscore VD underscore diaries underscore podcast. And thanks for the love on our rosé post. That meant a lot to us. Oh, yes. And uh, you got to tune in there to see the clip of Elena flying into the lake. It's hilarious. Yes. And the cute kitten that was distracting us while we were trying to watch this episode. Yes. The guest host in our hearts. (laughs) Oh. Uh, and yeah, if you want to keep up with our episodes as we post them, you can uh, follow and subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher. And as we said last week, go ahead and just bing the Vampire Diaries Diaries and follow us on whatever comes up. Yes. And have a wonderful week. If you want to go on a hiking trip in the Smoky Mountains, just make sure it's not a full moon and to carry some wolf's grenades just in case. He's a rapper. Mozzarella.